um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. It just jumps right out at you, doesn't it? Sometimes. You just don't know with Lloyd. You wait for Lloyd to get ready, and then the next thing you know, we're on. We're on, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. That's- because King Lloyd has other things to do. Let's make it happen now. It's a control issue, man. I can't help myself. Yeah, well, so the one thing you can control is beaver Kool-Aid? <laughs> wow, that's saying a lot. That's the only thing I can control in my life <laughs> is beaver Kool-Aid. How sad is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that in a vowel movement. So, you know, any of those things. No, let's not. I mean, we have a... Ten seconds in. A vowel movement. Wow. Vowel. I wasn't going there again. There. Not right off. Right at the very beginning. But I will tell you, it 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 popped in my mind when you said vowel movement. But I'll leave it at that. No, nah, no. We can move on. We can move on. It's it's Beaver Kool Aid, aka vowel movement. You know that. <laughs> Well, at least we already have a title for episode 17 here. I think that's what it is. So, so Lloyd, vowel movement. Vowel what's, movement. Uh, what's going on in your life, man? My life? Yeah. I have an 18-year-old daughter. Just went to prom. Who, you or the uh, daughter? Uh, I, well, I wanted to, but uh, she was having none of me being a chaperone, I can tell you that. It's like, come on, creepy old man. Stay away from yeah. the prom. You know. Yeah. Did you chaperone your daughter's prom? I don't think so. Oh, no. No, I wouldn't want to do that. I can't even remember my daughter's prom because she went to an all-girls high school. Sure she did. So Um, hot. But I don't remember. I know there had to have been some promy thing in there. I know there was, but that was a long time ago, damn it. Drew, did you say so hot when he said an (laughs) all-girls? Yeah. (laughs) You sick fucker. See, that's all right, though, buddy. You just make jokes now. That karma's coming. Oh, no, it's going to be a long time for Drew. His kids are so young. Yeah. It's going to be a long time. I'm going to be old. I won't care. He's going to be looking through, like, cataracts going, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I can't see it anyhow. (laughs) I've already got it. I can't, can't, for whatever reason, uh, and this started a couple of years ago, my left eye is so much weaker than my right. And it's and I I feel like it's gotten worse lately, uh, to where I I can't even I, I can't I can't I can't read from far away and now I can't read close up with my left eye. Well, that happens to all of us. You're gonna have to get glasses, reading well, glasses. glasses. And yeah. and the last time I went in, he was like, "Yeah, your left eye's weaker than your right, and you're gonna have to use this." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, it's called a monocle, <laughs> and you use yeah. the monocle <laughs> over your glasses. I would look good with one. So you're, you would, you're, I would. not many people could pull no. off Mr. Peanut, but you could do it. I could. I was thinking more Monopoly guy, you know, I was thinking more of the Monopoly guy. He's got, already got, got the mustache. Monopoly guy is, is, doesn't have, doesn't have a monocle. He didn't have a monocle. I thought he had a monocle. No, oh, I thought he did too. No, I don't think I know so. he's got that mustache and I thought he had a monocle. No, no, no. I don't think the Monopoly guy has a monocle. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking right now, Monopoly guy. That's the reason why you can hear me, you know. Clicking. Um, no, only Mr. Peanut. I, I see one with the Monopoly guy with a monocle, but not many. All the ones I see are uh, 
or Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Well, he definitely has a monocle. Drew could pull off a monocle, though. You know, with that he mustache. Could. He could. I mean, not many people could, but he could. Because Drew will kind of squint one eye, and then he'd raise that eyebrow up and have that monocle just sitting there, kind of like, uh, yeah. wow, you're kind of blowing my mind right now, man. Yeah. You're right. You could be a modern-day Burgess Meredith playing the Penguin. Maybe I should be the one who brings the monocle back. You should. <laughs> but you, only- you are right. I mean, at, at some points in time uh, over the, the, the years, because Monopoly's been around for a long, long time, the uh, Monopoly guy did have a monocle. But most of the pictures I see are without Sans monocle. Sans monocle. No monocle. Well, you only need it for one eye, Drew, so bring it back, man. I mean, everybody- no, he's, he, no, he has to wear glasses anyhow, so he's got to double up on one side and have a monocle. <laughs> I should have two monocles. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, of, of uh, varying strengths, and maybe that could work it out. And so that's when you, when you show that you're really appalled, first thing you do is take one monocle off. Yeah. And then you, the other one shows total disgust. Yeah. When you take the other monocle out. Then he whips out that glass eye, and then everyone gets pissed yeah. off. Uncle Drew, I will never disappoint you again. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to have one. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this left eye. It's going bad. Well, you can do what, what I do with my left hand, which is wow. not much of anything. Yeah. Other than the other woman. Um, Maybe I'll get an eye patch. I just have a, a left hand so that people don't say, what? What happened to your left hand? What do you think would cause more attention, an eye patch or a monocle? I'm thinking an eye patch because you could you could start pirate talking. Go down to the airport, you'll see an eye patch somewhere. Yeah. If you've got a monocle and you see that your social nephew or niece has done something just awful okay. and very against your social standing, that's where you're appalled and you open up your eyes and the monocle falls out help me out here what what is attached to the monocle is it a chain or a string that goes to your pocket i can't remember how that uh, actually works or is it just just a piece of glass it's plugged into your walkman (laughs) i think they have i think it's like a necklace isn't it or something i don't know i'll tell you what maybe maybe i'll tell you what i think it i think it plugs into uh the the lapel Mm. that's what i was thinking yeah. No, but the monocle itself is just held in, you know, you hold it in. With your eye. eye. But he's, well, we're talking about the string that it's on. Yeah, doesn't it fall out? Doesn't it have something attached to it? Well, yeah, so it doesn't fall to the ground, but right. you still, you're going you're to have to really collapse that thing with your... No, I, I get that. But when you get, when when you're in full disdain and you open your eyes wide and it drops... Yeah, it doesn't go to the ground. It just yeah. So where is it attached to on your body? You'd say okay. So it's got a string attached to the monocle. To your vest. Where is it attached to on your body? You have to wear a little vest. Well, won't your uh, optometrist really go through this whole monocle thing with you? <laughs> maybe it, maybe it attaches to your nipple ring. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think uh, some monocles had some some attachments and some didn't. You just so, had to be so, quick with the hands to grab thing. it. Yeah, it's it's around the neck so that if you get rid of it i'll tell you how you can get people to wear a monocle if you put a computer in it yeah right and and then when you put the monocle on you know you can close one eye and see a screen i bet you get a lot of people wearing a stupid monocle that just just made me think whatever happened to google glass yeah that's what i was just thinking right then it's still around google has just been unable to yeah have any kind of hardware 
that anyone's latched onto, which is just amazing. But well, VR is what it's all about. Do it. VR is what it's all about, right? And that's what everybody's spending their money on. You go over to the NAB and it's all VR. And all drones. virtual reality. Huh? I have no idea. I have never. I thought I thought they were going more like in the augmented reality. So you could actually, you know. It's the same thing. I mean, it doesn't matter if you can see, you know, your surroundings or not. It's all virtual reality and, you know, augmented reality. It's all the same vein. Because I think style. it's really great that you can take a photo of your house and then all of a sudden you could, you know, start dropping in furniture or paintings or whatever. Yeah. And you can actually yeah. design your room and see what it would actually look like before you. And we were laughing about it at the NAB because I was there a couple of weeks ago. That would be the National Association of Broadcasters Convention. That's right. Yeah, so we're in Las Vegas and you, we're on the floor and we're across from one of the VR places, one of the booths. And they got, they, they got this game where you go in and you put on the goggles and then you're, a, you're like Godzilla and you can go and fight the airplanes that are attacking you and you can destroy buildings, rampage, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's like, it's like riding a scooter. They're fun to do, but you don't want to ever be seen on one. <laughs> And, and, uh, everyone looks like an idiot Yeah, in those goggles standing around and it's all these guys in star Wars t-shirts doing that all day for the four days that we were there. So is it a full on helmet or just like uh, goggles that you strap on? No, they're, yeah, they're like, they're like big goggles, yeah. you know, that you put on. But is it pretty cool? I mean, is it fun when you're in them? I didn't do it cause I didn't want to look like an idiot. Oh, oh. Come on. You don't need those that look like an idiot, Drew. Come on. Yeah, no kidding. All right, man. Don't <laughs> no, worry. They, they, had a, they had a TV screen that showed everything that the guy was doing, so we didn't need to do it. We you know, when you're in the mid-40s, that's the way it is. Well, you wait another 10, 15 years, you won't care. Yeah. You I like all that with, stuff. No, I would go. Wet socks up to your knees. I think in Seattle they have a thing where you go in with those goggles on, and they've got, you know, uh, a gym or whatever, an open space that can be one of six or seven different environments and you can go in and play laser tag. Now that, that sounds fun to me. I would go do that. Yeah. I just don't care about, you know, put, I don't care about putting on goggles and looking around at stuff. Who gives a shit? But wouldn't it be cool if you were disabled? Like if you were in a, say a wheelchair and you could never walk and you could put these virtual on and all of a sudden you've get this sure. feeling that you're walking again for and sure. running. I think yeah, that would I mean, be very cool for a disabled person no, I get it. It sure would. That'd be great. I mean, what a great yeah. mental feel. I'm not saying no one should use it and that it's a terrible. I just am saying that what they have now is, you All know, right. we're in the Atari 2600, you know, days of virtual reality. Anyway. It's infancy. So, yeah. so what you're saying is usually on Beaver Kool-Aid, uh, Drew will usually throw out a concept or a person that he can't stand. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're not doing this to virtual reality. No, I think it's, you're I think it's cool. It's, it's a very beginning, very, just, yeah, very beginning. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like quadraphonic sound. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. The very, the very beginning. Well, I tell you something else. This is the very beginning. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. The uh, first uh, penis and scrotum transplant in the world. I'd miss that one. That happened at John Hopkins uh, back in March. Was it to a woman or an actual man? It was to a guy that was uh, a, a vet who was injured in Afghanistan. Wow. 
and they took the penis and scrotum along with a partial abdominal wall from a deceased donor. And uh, with the aid of nine surgeons, it was 14 hours in surgery. They made it happen. The guy was released from the hospital this week. Now, I hate to, um, to bring stereotypes in here, but I'm going to. Okay, go ahead, Lloyd. That's uh, usually what you do. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you do it or not. Was, did, they, did they say what ethnicity the deceased man was and <laughs> who the, no, the, no, the guy who got it was? Know. So that be the shittiest thing in the world for them to give you a micro penis? Or well, something that's like what that. I was thinking. I was like, if you're you know, like me and you get the BBDM, you're going like, yes, uh, surgery completed, now things are great. Yeah, the jokes so we don't were know flying if this is around. Ebony and ivory or... You know, the jokes were flying around about that. Yeah. About, but, yeah, you know, then there's this... The ink is black, the page is white. We yeah, don't know. but then there's the, the other side of the coin where, you know, I guess it's better than not having anything, but you, before the accident, were well-endowed, and all of a it's sudden... probably average size. You got uh, this... You know, I think just the fact that you got a penis and scrotum back, back is probably is, a big deal. So does that does that include the <laughs> testicles? He said the scrot. Yeah, but yeah, the scrot I mean, is the like whole, the, it's, it's the whole package. They're not going to just drop you a sack a in there. Of ping pong balls in there, no, and then he's man. got an actual dick or oh, whatever. Like nudicles? No, no, I I don't know. I don't know if they're. And, and here's my testicles. other question: Do the do the does do his balls work? Yeah, the, can he produce sperm? I don't know that. I don't know these things. John, you bring I mean, us these he's stories. He's producing sperm. Is he producing the other dude's sperm, or is it like a mix of his sperm? Some dead guy and <laughs> put it on somebody else. That's pretty like some amazing. sperm soup. Like it's like three, like the first human being born with three different pieces of DNA. I mean, do you do you heal up and then you say all that crap and they still they left me with foreskin? No, I think that the, the first penis and scrotum transplant in the world. That's amazing. Let me tell you something. If it was me, I'd be sending dick pics to everybody I know. <laughs> if anyone watch, because if you just drop trow in the grocery store look, line, and somebody behind you goes, "That's Harold's." If, if <laughs> that was Harold's. <laughs> if anyone's allowed to send dick pics, it's that guy. I mean, come on, anybody. Like, what if his wife? What if, what if the wife of the guy that's deceased, like, really loved his, you know? So, package? can he, you know, does can he get a natural erection or does he have to use Viagra? Lloyd, the story was is that <laughs> this actually happened. All right. Okay. We're not out in the field now. We're not digging you know, down. Six months, eight months later. It was a package deal. Literally. We have a guy in Austin who uh, got 15 minutes of fame Wednesday night at a Foo Fighters concert, and uh, they're labeling him the Kiss Guy. Now, Drew, I'm sure, is very excited because you probably even posted the video, Drew. Let me guess. Have you have you shared this video? Yeah, like the, the first guy to do it. Right. So, I don't know if John... Have you heard of this story, John, with the guy I got up? Oh. And, okay. So, let me bring you up to speed. There's this guy who goes by Yayo... And he got on stage with Dave Grohl and played guitar, did Monkey Wrench and fucking killed it. I mean, nailed it. Just, you know, it's like it was so good. Everyone was going like, this has to be a setup, which it wasn't. Now, we have kind of embraced Yayo at KOBJ. At least Beto has our midday guy. 
And uh, we're going to continue this 15 minutes of fame and milk it for every fucking thing it's worth because we're starting to get some viral video shit going on. But essentially, this kid had seen how some other folks had got on stage in other cities with Dave Grohl and knew the song was Monkey Wrench. So he made a sign that said, Dave, pull me up on stage and let me do Monkey Wrench. You know, he's right there. He keeps flashing it in front of Dave's face all night long. Finally, Dave takes him up on it, pulls him up on stage. This kid practiced Monkey Wrench the night before, the day of, the morning of, just thinking, man, this would be really cool if it happens. And it fucking happened. He goes, these thousands of people, he's up on stage doing Monkey Wrench and kills it. So anyway, it was uh, something that I had to share. No, no, no. The question is, is that how are you guys, the radio station, how are you guys furthering this, this guy's fame? Because we are, my midday guy posted the video on his blog and all of a sudden the kid reached out to our midday guys like, Hey man, that was me. And of course we got him up to the station and had him on the air and told his story about how he actually got up on stage and it wasn't a setup. So we, we kind of got behind the scenes of Yayo, the kiss guy and how he got to play monkey wrench with Dave Grohl. Why is he the kiss guy? Cause he had kiss makeup on his face. He's got long black hair and, and kiss makeup. So that's why I brought it into the hey, story hey, 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 hey. because it's of Drew Gene Simmons makeup. Was it Gene? Not kiss makeup. All right. What the fuck is this kiss makeup? <laughs> oh, let's, let's get it right. Let's make sure which cartoon we got. Yes. Well, there's four um, of them, five different, six different ones. He was dressed right. as so now the- we got to go fund me because we want to give him a new penis and scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Help KLBJ with Yayo. He dressed the part. He was in a motorhead t shirt. So he was uh in in he was makeup was like Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. but he was wearing a motorhead t shirt. Right. Yeah. And, and he had a sign. Because because those are, you know, uh, Dave wears Gene Simmons t shirts all the you know, a lot. You see a lot of pictures of him in Gene Simmons t shirts. Yeah. And then he's a big motorhead fan. So the guy was, he was playing to... He was sucking up. Everyone that was there, everyone said, oh, that had to be a setup. It was just too perfect because, you know, he even brought his own pick. So he was... Well, he's a trained, he's a, the guy is a trained musician. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not a scrub or anything. Oh, yeah. He was great. Very good guitarist. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to be a really good program director. Right. LBJ. (laughs) You'll just see pretty soon. The next night guy. You know, we need this guy because everyone knows him. He's, He's so popular. Sorry, Lloyd. That's all right. Why don't you put him on from midnight to six? It could be Yayo in the Oval. Oh, no, because midnight to six leads to that afternoon thing. That's true. Yayo will be right in this, you know. Grooming the next radio talent because, you know, he's not going to make any money playing with uh, Dave Grohl on stage. So he had more fame in that three minutes than he'll get in a 40-year career in radio. I can promise you that. Ya- Yayo's Yo-Yo Countdown, 40 songs out of order. <laughs> We're coming up with benchmarks for this dude already. <laughs> I just heard he's a co-host with Bobby Bones, and uh, <sighs> he's got a development deal mm. with ABC. Right, Bones and Bones and Yayo, 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 and Bobby Bones. See, you, that was a total Bones and Yayo transplant. <laughs> Yayo and the Bones for the first time. I don't know how the kids deal with it. I mean, everything's documented. And I was thinking the other day of, you know, I, was, I don't know, hanging out with Ben. And just thinking, man, this kid, he's, he's going to be able to access so much. The, the, the world is going to advance so much 
between now and when he is my age. Right. Uh, and, and every, and everything he's going to have, you know, so many advantages. But then I reminded myself that I was born in the seventies, you know, raised in the eighties, a young kid in the nineties, 18 and 1990. And, uh, and, and a large amount of my life is undocumented. And well, I, yeah, I'm I mean, happy. I'm happy much. about that. I'm kind of okay I, with that. I don't want to, you know, I mean, you know, the, the girls, Lloyd, they, they got a lot of pictures, man, a lot of stuff online. They've grown up in the YouTube generation. Yeah. I just am glad that's not me. Yeah. Well, there's this guy from my college who all of a sudden found all these negatives of me in like 1982. I've seen them. Oh God. I've seen those. My, my daughter's like that. Seriously. You had like a porn stash and your mullet. You're wearing like a, you're wearing like a yellow tank top. You got some converse on. I've seen those. Pictures. I couldn't even grow like a real mustache. It's just a little bit under my nose. I'm like, he looks like John Oates. It, yeah. <laughs> it's worse than John Oates. It's so funny because some of the girls I had the hots for in college, you know, now that are, you know, middle-aged married women, they're like, you look so much better now than you did in college. I mean, I'm like, well, I don't know how to take that because at well, least I had a lot of hair. I mean, you know how you take it. You just look like shit, boy. <laughs> and I look a you little know, bit better than you look shit. Like that Simon guy that Negan <laughs> killed on uh, Walking Dead. I'd be like, isn't it weird how that worked in the opposite for you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's a good thing, right? No, but see, that's what I. But what, what what Drew's getting at is that. And and what you're talking about, Lloyd, is the fact that something gets unearthed that those these were negatives. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of thing is so rare, whereas now everything is documented, it's digitized, it lasts forever. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's no anonymity. You, it's hard to escape, it's hard to be private if you wanted to be. Um, and most people, I think that there's a longing to have privacy, but people can't identify that longing. Just to give you an example, I was at the, uh, the Shinedown show I was talking about at the Tobin Center, and all of a sudden, I'm starting getting these dings on my phone, right? And our good friend Josh Enriquez is up, you know, like three floors up. He's snapping photos of me looking at my phone in the middle of a song going like, yeah, there's Mr. L.A. Lloyd enjoying a concert looking at his phone. So same thing. Wow. I, yeah. I mean, how fucked up is that? I'm like, dude, I thought we were friends and you're posting shit on Facebook at me staring at my phone in the middle of a song. It's like there is no you can't be anonymous anymore for anywhere. I'm telling you, Lloyd, you can if you're me. <laughs> My What's your secret, being, man? What's your secret? Enough, you're disconnected enough. You're by yourself. You're you, you can be you can be somewhat off the grid. Yeah. Like, look at Taylor. How long has she been online? Five years. Online? Oh, she's yeah. been online for yeah. I'd say five, maybe. Yeah, I think I, she let her have a Facebook page. I think Facebook at twelve or thirteen. Turn eighteen yeah. on the eighteenth. Thank April. you, John. I appreciate you. Helping us out with the yeah. So uh, so Taylor's radio. eighteen and she's been online. She's had a Facebook page since she was five two, years. She was thirteen. So thirteen. Yeah. And my my thing is that you know we didn't have we didn't the three of us didn't have that kind of thing. Yeah, and that you was know, a we, good thing. when we went to high school, which is the hardest part of you know for many kids of your young life uh, to have all of that online. Fuck that. I mean, I think you didn't have any of that. What you had was an address. And so it was, uh, you know, where you lived, who you hung out with. Slam books. But it was basically, you know, 
your reputation that was either mm-hmm. predicated upon what you've actually done or rumor. The only thing I have to document it is a prom photo, my senior photo, because um, I really didn't have anything in our yearbook. So I might have had something with the baseball team, but... Other than that, there might have been four or five photos from high school. Think how many photos. What kind of pictures did you have with the baseball team? No, that was me. Uh, uh, you on the baseball team. I was on okay, the baseball team. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of took it the other way as well. Yeah, well, you know, that's because I was. But there's no, there's, you know, there's just no, there aren't a ton of uh, pictures of you over the weekend and no. you know, pictures of you when you were 14 looking a little, you know, rough going through puberty, that kind of shit. I think there was one with me with a sleeveless, uh, union Jack t-shirt, uh, because I was, you know, trying to be cool. Uh, maybe that's the one that I've seen. And I saw, no, you've I never saw seen one where one. you had a bandana around, around one of your legs. Yeah, that was a, that was, <laughs> that wasn't a tourniquet. That was actually an accessory. <laughs> All right, you go, lover boy. It was uh, Nike shoes, Levi's, and uh, about four or five bandanas from my knee down to my shoes. I don't. You got to understand, Lloyd was only introduced to modern civilization (laughs) at around fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, right. I kind of know, not exactly, but I know the general area where Lloyd grew up. Yeah, John can pretty much put the pieces of the puzzle together. He he knows what's going on. See how that that happened. He knows how it went down. That's where maybe a, a missionary stumbles into your little community <laughs> and and all of a sudden brings maybe the outside world, mm-hmm. if you will. Lloyd, Lloyd looked like the drummer culture. for Chicago. <laughs> well, thank you. I was hoping it would be at least Journey, but you gave me Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. I was hoping to be at least Troy the original from Journey. drummer, man. I'm giving maybe, you even more respect. Maybe, maybe from Tesla at least, but yeah, it was it was not a good look. Yeah, with your leg tourniquets. Yeah, I have my leg tourniquets I, on. I don't know where the hell I got. <laughs> and at some point, you probably had to look and go, yep, that's it. I'm looking right. And then you left. <laughs> well, obviously, I was not in a gang because I had blue, red, purple, white, green. I had all the colors I, you know, of the we're rainbow. not that much different in age. And, and I, I never, ever, ever wore bandana. On your, on your leg? No. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. lloyd lloyd wore him around his leg and his neck at the same time yeah i did yeah. i actually did i might have to put that photo for the uh beaver kool-aid podcast uh, that was back in the day where you would wear a bandana and then you go to the skating rink right and you would and you, if you had any money you would spend it on neon laces for your shoes yeah dude that would be you not us yeah so no, <laughs> I can't. I have trouble relating to any of these things. But at least Go I look was at old pictures of Danny Serafini, who's the original drummer of Chicago. And, and look at old pictures of that dude. He looks like Lloyd. I'm trying to remember if I even had some parachute pants. I think I was going more for the David Cassidy look. You know, that's, that's yeah. I think that you, whatever you were doing, you're <laughs> yeah, trying you were to going cute. for David Cassidy, but you ended up da- Danny Serafini. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> you know it's kind of funny you brought up the thing about the photos that you used to take on when you really had a nice 35 millimeter camera 
Yeah. The light, the little black rolls of the, the film you had to take and get developed. Did you guys ever do anything? Uh, it was kind of porno, but it really was safe enough that you kind of, you went just close enough that. Yeah, I had those. You wouldn't get Because I get them developed at the drugstore. Right, the right. Store, and sometimes they, they develop them no problem. Other times I got little stickers. Yeah. Oh, really? Photos. Like a like a like a warning sticker? Don't do that anymore, or what? No, it's like a sticker over the genitalia. Oh, no, oh, no, oh! They censored oh. them for you. What a bunch yeah. of jackasses! Wow. <laughs> well, I, I, the reason I ask is because I had a I had a girlfriend that got creative one time with a little thirty five millimeter uh, uh, canister. Was she taking pictures? Or was she well, putting it somewhere? Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, we're talking canister now. We're talking film canister. Wait a second. You know the thirty-five millimeter little black thing. It's about the size of a yeah. It's a plastic spool. gray top. The, the gray roll can. Got the gray top. You yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. So yep. she decided she wanted to uh, get creative to see if we could get it through without getting censored. So she puts the little black canister on you know the top of my uh, my penis, right, and make it look like a top hat. And she <laughs> she paints a little, you know, face on it too, a little beard. And, you know, just gets enough where you really don't know what it is or you kind of do if you really pay attention to it. But uh, <laughs> it, it went through and we had the biggest laugh ever. It's like, wow, it made it through. Look at that. There's that little happy dude. It looked like the Monopoly guy. should have made it through, meaning they actually developed, developed him. Yes, yes, that's right. They developed it, and it looked like the Monopoly guy. We should have put a little monocle there, but uh, that's his. That's <laughs> a picture of your John Hancock. Which would have been fun. You had one eye. Um, huh. yeah, so, right. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying right now, but this thing won't even begin to fit on top of mine. <laughs> that's what I second. told you. Let me get this green bean can, see if that works. Better. He's right. trying to get it to work, but it looks like a fedora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a beanie. <laughs> you look like a Shriner. I look like Abe Lincoln. What the hell is going on? Like a Shriner. I should have put a little tassel on it, man. That would have been great. Yeah, that right. Fez, baby. Right. There See, don't you look back on chicks like that and and how how much fun that was? That was a good time. If you have some uh, some some woman that thinks it's funny to do this with your penis, yeah. You know, you don't find many. Like that now. No, no. When you get older. No. No. You know, just discovering it and thinking it's fun and fun with genitalia. Hey, you know, did you, you did you reciprocate? Uh, something with her? No, no, no. It was only me. I, I was not creative like she was. She's like, hey, pull your pants down. I want to, I want to try something. I'm like, okay, this sounds oh, fun. Okay. But literally, I didn't know she was going to dress up my penis with the top hat and put a mustache and, you know, face on it. So. So you didn't put eyes on her inner thigh? No, those no, and, you know, I should have. There it is. And, you know, look at you. You got carp lips. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have like a, a landing strip down there. No, no, no. You couldn't, no, put, your, no, you couldn't no, put your nose down there and take no. a picture of your forehead and that call yourself. That was range chicken. Yeah, yes. That that's, was, uh, yeah. There was no landing strip. That was all yeah, full was on. None of that. It was just whatever it was going to be, right? Right. No, I mean that was the way it was. I mean, it was the grand unveiling, and so you know, it was it was going to be what it was going to be. I mean, this took a whole Another week. Era. You know, this was like this. We didn't pay the. We were poor. We didn't go for the you know overnight uh, developing. We were like, okay, this was a project. Took the photos. Took the film in. Waited for about you know four or five days 
drove back over seven miles away from to, to the drugstore, picked it up, didn't even look at it in the car. It's like, no, 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 let's wait till we get home. Literally get back home and all of a sudden we do the unveiling and there it is. She was so happy of herself that she had, had pulled that off. It's so. like getting through the airport with some weed. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, because they, they actually developed it because they didn't really see what the hell it was. They or if they what did, they, of course, made extra copies yeah. and everyone saw it. You know, you talk about the unveiling. There's going to be one of these days. I'm running for office. I'm almost there. I'm like, okay, I've told everything. All my bad skeletons in the closet right about to get that big nomination for senator and all of a sudden my uh, my opponent whips out the fucking dick pic with the top hat and there it is my political career is over well like yeah. i said then you go you know i'm a log cabin republican <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> my husband took that <laughs> Uh, I just think it, I mean, I, I'm still stuck back thinking about how much fun it was to be with women that wanted to do stuff like that. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. They like the girls that wanted to, fun. they wanted to cast your junk in plaster. Yeah. 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 Well, college was fun like that. We, we played a lot. We had a good time in college. But I mean, that sounds, that sounds normal. I mean, Lloyd, he's, he's lived a sheltered life on a tobacco farm. Right. And he, he's up in, into college and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, starting to date around and the girls are, you know, up for it. Yeah. I wish you could have just seen though, when you, when you're describing this, because like I said, I kind of know where Lloyd grew up, <laughs> but I definitely know where he went to college <laughs> and it's debatable which was more isolated. I think the college was more isolated. Yeah, it could be. You know, but that the fact that he just, this is it. I'm in love. Yeah. I'm done. I'm, I'm there. If I met somebody that fun right now, I might fall in love. Yeah, exactly. It could happen. If they're like that. I doubt it. Well, I hope it I does. I doubt it because there's no, uh, there are no 35 millimeter film <laughs> canisters around anymore. <laughs> That's what you need to tell her. You know, like, hey, man, I'm old school. I've got an old Nikon here. And, right uh, here. Why don't you put this uh, little uh, <laughs> mini SD card on there? <laughs> now nah, it looks like I'm graduating high school. <laughs> what I got? I mean, I don't know what I'm looking Mini around. Mini SD. You could put it down on your balls and make it look like Moses with the Ten Commandments if you had two of them, maybe. I mean, I don't, other than that, I don't know what you can do with it, you know? Oh, see, at least you're thinking. Though. Yeah. That's I'm, creative. I'm trying to be creative with it. That's the kind of stuff that keeps you on the radio. Right. <laughs> of course, you got to watch that. Don't do any more of that. We'll have to kick you off a of beaver Kool-Aid. <laughs> We can't have that kind of nonsense on the beaver. I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it like a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. <laughs>